up ladies and gentlemen welcome to the good the bad and the stupid it's wednesday the 24th of february welcome to the news podcast with no idea no direction and no intro music i'm not big enough to pay for uh, a decent intro music so uh, i haven't got one yet and some of those podcast intro music sounds proper shit anyway so i'm waiting for the time i've got enough money to pay someone like public enemy to let me use one of their songs at the beginning uh, until then you can make do with my sultry tones kicking us off um, what's the news today? First of all, uh, we've all turned into lockdown slubs, apparently. Speak for yourself. I've been trying to do it the opposite of that because I, I saw that one coming, but a lot of people have turned into high, high sugar diets, uh, piss heads, fried foods on a daily basis, all this stuff that you would normally do once a week on your Saturday or whatever. Everyone's doing it on a daily basis because, I mean, I've, I, I have I've got to admit, guilty of confessing uh, or trying to suggesting to people to make every day a Friday and every day a Saturday, make it, you know, enjoy your, your time off or enjoy your pretend time off when you're meant to be working but you're sitting at home doing fuck all. But people are just using that time to have better breakfasts and just chill out, aren't they? Because you can't, you, you don't get to go to work and then start making yourself a, a bacon sandwich you're doing in the middle of your lunch break or the middle of your uh, tea break or whatever. So uh, people are just doing that at home. So we turned into big fatties and um, we've got bad diets and bad habits and stuff. But, you know, some of us have been blasting out the, you know, doing the, the TV exercise videos. If anything, I've been more active indoors since the start of the lockdown because even though I've had the gym membership, sometimes I just can't be bothered to go. But I can be bothered to put the TV on and blast one out and then go and cook myself a bacon sandwich. Well, a pretend bacon sandwich because I don't eat meat. Some of that pretend bait is really good as well, even if I say so myself. The one that I like is called This Isn't Bacon. So, not a very good uh, name, but it does. it is what it says on the tin, as they say. Um, but yeah, so would, are, you a, are you a lockdown slob? Have you outgrown your, your, uh, your underwear? Have you outgrown your pants? Well, in another uh, story here, somebody's suggesting due to, uh, you know, to help the climate that you should only have two pairs of pants. Everybody should only have two pairs of pants and one pair of socks. So if you've outgrown all your pants, then uh, if you want to help the climate, just buy yourself two pairs of your new size. Don't get yourself seven pairs or 14 pairs if you like to, you know... <laughs> You don't like to get on the rotation too quickly by changing your, uh, your weekly pants on a weekly basis. Now, they're saying, I mean, how can you do that? Have two pairs. You'll have to wash them in the sink. You can't put the wash. That's not really going to help the environment. Sticking the washing machine on every two days to wash those two pair of pants. No, so you're going to have to get back to the old school and scrub your underwear in, in the sink. I don't think anybody's going to be doing that. You know, if anything, you're better off having 52 pairs and then only washing them once every 52 days. <laughs> Surely. I mean, obviously using a lot more uh, material. Okay, here we go. Make 52 pairs out of old... F figure out how to make your underwear out of old tyres that we can't recycle anyway or out of old crisp packets that don't decompose, out of old plastic that doesn't uh, decompose. All these things that don't decompose, why don't we make our clothes or our underwear out of that? You know, funky, I'll tell you what, if Gucci did it and stuck a Gucci label on it, there'd be fucking thousands of pounds. Walk Walker's Crisps underpants with... Uh, you know, a Gucci label in the back. That'd be hundreds of, hundreds of pounds. So there's an idea. And then you're not wasting any more, you know, any more in uh, uh, 
material for, from the environment. So you're actually helping the environment there. And then you because you've got 50-something pairs, you're only putting the washing machine on once every 50-something days. I'll tell you what, get get the environmental health on the phone. Get me get me to the MP that deals with that. I've got all the answers. Nobody listens to the podcast, though, unfortunately, so I'm not able to help the environment at the moment. And nobody's going to go back and listen to one of these podcasts because it's old news. If you, if you don't listen to this today, you're not going to listen to it tomorrow, are you? Because you'll be listening, listening to tomorrow's tomorrow. It's a news day. So uh, anyway, all this good information is going to get lost lost in the uh, in the atmosphere. Anyway, I think I'm uh, turning into uh, my own biggest fan. You got it though, ain't you? Anyway, uh, a sex a sex shop a guy a guy robbed a sex shop and stole six hundred pounds worth of sex toys. <laughs> well, I mean, he didn't, he didn't. Of course, if he's robbing a sex shop, did he know he was robbing a sex shop though, or did he just break in somewhere and then think, "Fuck it, <laughs> I didn't." plan to choose to, to be a sex shop but I'm also take what's here what I'm here and then he might as well nick 600 pounds worth but what he was uh, is he tried to flog it online he was caught on CCTV selling 600 pounds of sex toys including a spanking paddle nipple clamps and a vegan bondage bed restraint <laughs> a vegan bondage bed restraint I do get it because they're normally leather so I was going to say fucking sticking vegan on everything can't they but you've got to tell people you could just say it's You'd have to say it's vegan, wouldn't you? Uh, otherwise, you get into long-winded things. Then a non-animal, animal-friendly. <laughs> uh, no animals have been hurt in the making of this bondage um, apparatus. So yeah, you just have to go with vegan. An inflatable doll. Um, oh, it's robbed in in Brighton, where I am. Anyway, so uh, he's been caught. Has he been caught? He's been caught on CCTV, so we'll be looking out for it now on, on um, eBay and whatever. So check it out. Anybody wants some cheap spanking paddles or nipple clamps, get check out the send a message out on the jungle drums or on the uh, send a smoke signal saying that you're out, you're looking for the black market. See if somebody gets in touch. That the fence, whoever buys off all the burglars and everything. You know, you get the the one guy who buys everything and then he resells it on to people. I wonder if he's got, he's normally buying all the DVDs and the stereos, car stereos. This is what it was in the eighties, anyway. All of a sudden, someone's going to turn up. Look, I've got a, I've got about fucking eight hundred dildos in the bag. Do you fancy? Do you want them? It's not my usual thing. I try and sell to people on the estate, but it's usually like deodorant and lipstick and stuff. But we'll see how we get on. Anyway, this uh, this woman has bought uh, a dodgy curry. She bought a curry from uh, a takeaway. And she was gobsmacked, literally, because she was hit in the mouth with a sink plug that was inside of her onion bargee. How the fuck did a sink plug end up in the onion bargee? And if any, also, I bet the people at the Indian restaurant are going, where the hell's the sink plug? Where the hell's the sink plug? We're trying to bloody wash our onions in the... <laughs> that's what it must be. We're trying to wash our onions in the sink. And the water, we've got nothing to block the sink with because the sink plug's disappeared. And this gran has got it knocking her teeth out in an inside an onion bargee. I, t I, can, I can relate to that because I bought a cake the other day and it had a, it had a stone in it. The, I, I mentioned this on the podcast. It, it had a stone in it that was nearly as big as the cake. It Honestly, I, I took a bite of the cake and it nearly broke my teeth open. It was huge. 
It was a date pip, apparently. A date, a date, uh, a date pip, I think. But it's, I don't like to call it a pip because it was, it was that big. It wasn't no pip. It was a bloody massive thing. Um, anyway, so this, she's got. <laughs> it ain't as bad as having a sink plug, though. That's something else. So uh, I hope they're going to give her free coverage for that. I mean, she's, she named and shamed them. He's apologised, and somebody has been fired for it. And uh, they're not saying whether she's gave him any. Hopefully, they've got to give him some free cover. I hope she's got false teeth, so he didn't break her real teeth. Because you're getting you're getting to the age there where your teeth are very fragile. So that that one a sink plug would just take all your teeth out, wouldn't it? In one go. Anyway, uh, ecstasy is going to be a cure for alcoholism. Could be a cure for alcoholism. <laughs> That's wrong in uh, one wrong with a right. That's two wrongs. Two wrongs don't make a right, but I guess it's the the less boring of trying to deal with alcoholism. If you're trying to deal with alcoholism, it's fucking pain in the ass because well, the only thing you want to do is just keep being wrecked. You just don't want it to make you feel ill because you, you like being an alcoholic. You like the you like the buzz of it. You like drinking. <laughs> you know that's well. I'm saying that a lot of the times it's fucking you like getting away from your life problems. You like to it's taking you away from all the shit in your life. And that's a good thing. I mean, sorry, that's a good feeling, beg your pardon, but it's a shame that it has to be a disease. But now they're trying to say that you can cure your alcoholism with ecstasy tablets. And I guess if, if that is also going to keep you away from your life problems, that's going to keep you, you know, you're going straight out of fucking lying on the park bench to dancing on the park bench. So I guess it's a little bit of fun and you could enjoy it at the very least. It's better than just... Going to um, what's it called, AA all the time, Alcoholics Anonymous, or doing it cold turkey or whatever. I mean, <laughs> you can at least you can get your music on and have a fucking bit of a party, and have a bit of a, a bit of fun while you're trying to get over it. But who's to say you're not going to become an ecstasy addict? I don't know if it's ecstasy is that addictive, is it? I think the come downs are fucking enough to put you off for a, a, a good few months until your next one once you get to a certain age. Anyway, uh, yeah, but all for it. Fight drugs with drugs. Have a, you know, sometimes this world <laughs> isn't worth staying in. You need something to fucking take you out of. Uh, it's all right if you're fucking minted and you, you, know, you retire or you, everything's going well, but you live some of the lives some people live. You know, you need a bit of a buzz. Right, last one I'm going to do. Keeping it short and sweet today. Oh, this one. What's this one? Doggers. Doggers have been warned that meeting up to have sex is not classed as essential travel. So you're not allowed once during the lockdown, when the lockdown's going to be reopen, you've got to get yourself in the right category because I thought, is dogging legal anyway? I don't think it's even legal, is it? But the police are saying that uh, you're not allowed to attend dogging site or go out dogging as it's not classed as essential travel yet. So you'll have to wait until your allocated time slot to go out and, you know... Uh, coast for sex or whatever you want to call it. What do you, what do you call it? Coasting for sex? Well, I don't know what it is, but you're going out looking for sex in your car anyway. But the police are going to be onto you if you do. You better, uh, you know, you better uh, have some ex other excuse for why you're there. Exercise. Told you. Get your headbands on. Wear all your gym gear and meet up like that. And if anybody gets starts getting fucked, the police turn off. Then you can quickly pull your shorts up and suggest you're all doing an exercise. Anyway, um, so be careful out there if you're that way inclined. 
might be some sex toys on the fucking sale out there as well, out the back of somebody's boots. Because somebody's probably thinking, where the fuck am I going to sell these now? It's been in the newspaper. I can't put them online. It's obviously I'm going to get caught. So now he's going to be trying to sell them out of his boot. And where's the best place to go and try and sell something out of your boot? At a car dog inside, I'm sure. That's just a guess. Uh, right, last one I'm going to do then is uh, plasterers and industrial cleaners are among the heaviest drinkers in the UK, apparently. And I'll tell you why. I've done plastering for a friend of mine. I've laboured for him, and it's one of the hardest jobs I've ever done. He put me to bed as soon as I was in bed. The minute I walked through the fucking door, well, after having a shower, because I was covered in plaster, I looked like I just dumped myself in flour. It's, it's a very, very hard job, and I imagine industrial cleaning is just as, just as uh, hard. And uh, and they're the heaviest drinkers. You know why? Because they're straight to the pub after. The bodies are broken. They're straight to the pub. And you've got to drink that pain away. So uh, uh, once again, I'll probably, I'll, I'd imagine they're, some of them, are, a lot of them are alcoholics. So we're going to have some alcoholic plasterers all getting on the ecstasy. <laughs> and uh, they'll be paint, doing the plastering, whistling or dancing while they're working. So uh, they'll have a big smile on the face. Anyway, um, right, I'm going to leave it there. On that uh, drug-fueled note, and uh, I'll do another one tomorrow. See you later. Bye.